Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chillingly Board Podcast, where, yeah, I know, it's been a while, but this is something very, very special, near and dear to my heart. Werewolf the Apocalypse. I kind of messed up last time. I did a World of Darkness series. So, I really wanted to do something better. And with that came Werewolf. I read through the book a few times and said, yeah, let's do this. Everybody was up for it. And so, welcome to Werewolf the Apocalypse, Dark Moon Rising. I will be your storyteller tonight, Steve. And I am followed by Ein, who is played by Connor. Say hello. And Jackson. Aim, sorry. And Jackson, played by Anthony. I'm so glad that we're doing this today. Well, where do I start? <clears throat> Welcome. Wait, before I do start, I do forget sometimes. Welcome to Werewolf. Um, suggestions? If you have any to make this better, this is for you. I want to make it a good series, so let me know if I'm doing anything wrong and where to switch up some things. I'm going to mess up. Sorry about that. Fan art, fan fiction, I would love it. Come post it on the, fa- uh, on the page, send it to me, and I'll definitely take a look at it. Might even start adding it in the end or the beginning if we get any. And lastly, a graphic warning, Werewolf the Apocalypse is going to be dark. Probably darker than a lot of our other series. There's going to be violence, body horror, gore, and situations where putting it lightly is probably just, uh, you know, go take a break if you need to, um, skip the episode, don't torture yourself for entertainment. And with that, welcome to Werewolf the Apocalypse. Dark Moon Rising, Episode 1. Welcome to L.A., where people come to be stars and end up in the gutter with a knife in their back. Over the last few months, things have been interesting to say nonetheless. Well, more or less, over the last few years, things like the forest have been getting darker. Along with the alleys, things have become more gritty, more grim, More shadows that move under the inky black that is the night. For some, lives are being changed fast, maybe even violently. Whichever the direction may be, for the following story deals with those who never had a place to begin with. Wherever they were. At some point in their lives, the moon rose, and on that night, a change happened. Their skin pulled back, fur ripping through teeth falling out, all the while muscle and bone rearranging and eyes turning to those of an animal, a beast. That night, our fellow characters, our players, became Garou. That night, they became Werewolf, waking to the aftermath of what was an uncontrollable fury, or a change. So, After that, they were taken in by other Garu, ones like themselves, to join a war 
that has gone on for centuries. You may feel lost, but all will be explained within due time. We open up to a forest where the full moon crests over the hill and the stars shine and pierce beyond the city limits where smog and artificial lights take that beautiful privilege away. Two people, or um, no, three people walk into view. Two of them are Ain and Jackson, being led by, <clears throat> how to describe him, he is a very large built man, probably six foot, uh, maybe a little taller, a little shorter around there. He is very well built, very well toned, looks like he lifts weights every day and runs. He is a black individual, individual with very tight knitted cornrows that come into a ponytail. He wears a white tank top and some cargo pants along with hiking boots and he is leading you through the forest. You guys have been talked to over the last two months about trained and kind of brought into the werewolf society. They haven't shown you to the elders yet or any of that but they have just kind of brought you in told you what you are <clears throat> now a question you guys are both lupus right of lupus breed oh crap I did it everybody what? I'm very very sorry you guys might not have heard them I forgot to unmute them but we're just going to keep going because I'm liking where it's going so far. So, Jackson. You're an idiot. <laughs> Glad I noticed I'm that. Jackson. You're Ain. Get it right. Just basically, if you're going to read it, just get rid of the I and read it like that. Ain. Yeah, Ain. Done. Yeah. You said Ain when you were introducing us. Oops. Yeah. yeah. Failure. Slap you. Okay, well there you go. You, you guys wouldn't slap him. Are both lupus, correct? <laughs> yes, we're both. I'm lupus, anyways. I don't know about Aim. I'm not quite sure. We made the character sheet together, but I gave it to you, Aine, so I have no information you about are myself. A lupus. So you guys okay. are both. What form do you choose? Wolf or human? <laughs> As because they are lupus, that is their breed. They are, there are three different breeds, Metis, Lupus, and Hamid. Hamid is being born as a human with a werewolf, um, mother or father. No, it would be, anyways, skip past that, they are both Lupus. That means they are wolf-bred. They are wolf-born. <clears throat> uh, I'll be wolfy. Yeah, you guys doggo. are both Lupus. So, I, I know, but... Oh. But you said which one? So, I say doggo. So, Jackson, how about you? Are you in wolf form? Sure. So, describe how you look in wolf form. Uh, um, Ain, if you look in your uh, character sheet, it does have your um, style. Both of your guys' character sheets kind of have something. Actually, it doesn't. It only has my picture. Um, Go to character sheet. Instead of bio and info. And go to fashion style. And tell me, how do you look in wolf form? Jackson, 
Aware? Fashion style? What? Yeah, you don't have it. You don't have it written down. Oh. But, um, what is your hair color? <clears throat> First of all. My hair color is yeah, what like a dark. Like? It's like a burgundy color. Okay. Um, in wolf form, do you have the same color? Uh, what color is your eyes? What do you look like? Tell me. Um... My eye color was never written down. Yep. I know. I just noticed. So, yeah. What do you say? Like, what do you think? I was thinking like a steel gray, but... Yeah, that works. Steel gray and uh, burgundy red fur. If you want to figure it out right now, we can go to Ain and he can tell us like what he looks like in his wolf form. So Ain, what do you look like in wolf form? So I'm a pretty dark brown, All right. and um, I have like blue on the outside, like a dark blue that like transitions to silver on the inside Ooh. that's like my eyes Pretty. and um like at the very tip of my ears tip of my tail and like down the my spine is like white hair hmm. pretty wolf <clears throat> if someone can do fan art of that I would love it yeah that would be sick um, you know the man walking with you. His name is Jamal. He is pretty well built, and from what you know, he has been the one talking to each of you. Um, there are other Garu that have came and talked to you and things along that nature, but he has been kind of the main person. And he looks down to you and he go and you guys get up to a clearing of sorts. The trees start to become less thick and it opens up. But before you step out into the clearing, Jamal looks down to both of you in wolf form. And he speaks in Garu, which is a series of grunts and growls and snarls. But he says, you need to be careful. We are meeting the elders today. You are going through the rite of passage. That means you, as pups, will become adults today. You will become warriors of Garu. I do not know what they will ask of you, but it will be a trial, a mission, to show your worth. And he, if you guys allow him, pets you both on the head and he goes are you ready is there anything any questions that you are wondering <clears throat> no I don't believe I have anything good and how about you Jackson and he cocks his head towards you I don't have any questions good be respectful be obedient they are your alphas. They are your elders. 
They don't like pups who don't listen. Especially Jack. Jack is not fond of pups. <clears throat> and you guys walk out into the clearing. It is actually quite gorgeous. This is a place of power and beauty. It is mystical and yet haunting. The moon shines and there is a silence, but it is not all quiet. Everything is basked in moonlight, and the smell of fresh grass on a summer's night is prevalent in the air. <clears throat> all of this, though, under the, under the cover of night, there is a glow to the lupine's eyes as they all are staring down at you as you walk into the path, uh, into the circle of clear grass. There's so it feels like those scary movies where it's like there's a cave and you're surrounded by bats and you can see their glowing eyes. Yeah. Um, the clearing is in a perfect circle. It's all clear. Nothing but fresh grass. There's only one thing there. A massive tree hanging in the... Uh, a massive dead tree in the middle with ropes hanging from it. You can feel... Almost an electricity prickle over your skin, like power, spiritual energy maybe. And you can see bones at the base of the tree. But other than that, it's beautiful. You feel alive out here. Another thing is there is a cliffside behind it. So you go out into the clearing and behind the tree and the forest behind that, there's a large outcropping of rock. A cliff of sorts. <clears throat> and there probably stand about 13 Garu. And they're waiting at the tree. Or at least uh, in front of it. And they're all looking down at you. They... Different eye colors flash from amber to an almost gold. And Jamal walks forward. And he stops in front of them and he takes a knee. Oh, darn it! He stole my move. I thought he was going to leave. Uh, I guess I, like, follow behind and, like, and just kind of, like, do it behind him. Do kind of a bow, okay? And how about you, Jackson? Says, screw this, leaves. <laughs> what was the question? I was being distracted. Um, no worries. So you walk up before the elders of the werewolf um, group. There are 13 of them. And Jamal takes a knee. Ayn bows in wolf form. Do you bow? Do you, do you bow before the elders? Yes. Okay. Just curious. And you all bow. And <clears throat> from that, a one of them kind of just takes their hand and goes, get up, get up. There is no such thing. Just go ahead. No problem. And there is no such thing. <laughs> it's fine. God damn it. It's fine. Go ahead. Get up. Just, we are here for celebration. While the others, and he looks to the right and the left, 
have gloom and pride on their faces, I will step up and say, I don't look down on you. You look like you have promise. You look to be great warriors. And for that, I am thankful. So go ahead, stand up. Uh, I do so. Jamal as well. And how about I you? I will, obviously. Stand okay. up. You do so as well. When he says this, a woman with beautiful um, summer blonde hair, uh, same colored eyes as well, very, uh, very summer uh, yellow eyes. <clears throat> A light tan on her skin, she wears a fur cloak and tight leathers, along with a thick silver earring. She is more voluptuous than anything. And she... A thick silver earring. Yeah, uh, a circular thick silver earring. And she looks... She glances at um, the man who spoke out. And... It's almost an angry glance, but immediately a switch back to her lovely smile. While it is still a celebration, there's still a mission and trial to be done. And before we start, there's something you need to know. Something that you have been told over the past few months. We need to get the rules straight. When you go out there, there are rules in Garu society. I am pretty sure Jamal has went over them already with you. A few times, hopefully more than a few. But there are rules. Garu, um, this is the litany. It is very long. Uh, we will not go through it all. But you must know it. Know the rules. Because if you don't, you can put us in danger, and you can put everybody else. You can put our whole family, our pack. And if you do, well, to put it shortly, I will find you, and I'll be the one to personally kill you. And she smiles, showing a larger canine on the right side, kind of flashing a fang. Seems and, to be one of them sexy assassin peoples. And she goes, oh, and she they all pretty lady. They all start each werewolf one after another says one. So the first werewolf Garu shall not mate with another Garu. And he puts his head down. Um, and they kind of do this in an order like one speaks then the other all saying a rule combat the worm whenever it dwells and whenever it breeds respect the territory of another accept an honor honorable surrender submission to those of a higher station the first share of the kill is for the greatest in the station ye shall not eat the flesh of humans respect for those ye all are for Gaia the veil shall not be lifted. Do not suffer thy people to tend to thy sickness. The leader may be challenged at any time during peace. 
the leader may not be challenged during wartime. And ye shall not take no action that causes a, ca a cairn to be violated. And she goes, she kind of claps at the end. She looks to the rest. I'm not the one who personally has your trial, but listen to those rules. Don't let anything come back. Well, as, as, um, uh, let's see, sorry, I'm looking for the name I had given that character. As Scratch had said. Scratch? <laughs> he chuckles. As Scratch had said, this is a rite, an honorary passage, and you will be looked upon for it once completed. I have not chosen your trial, but Marcus has. And you now notice the... Th he's somewhat actually short. He's not too tall. He's probably about average 5'10". 5'8", 5'10", somewhere around there. And while shorter, the guy is stout. He is muscular. He has long... Um, long black hair that curls and a curling beard. He has a jadedness to his eyes that give off that he's probably seen a lot of shit. And he goes, I have chosen your trial for you. A trial by fire. <laughs> Don't trust this, Marcus. Your trial is nothing too complicated. We have lost a pup. A little while ago, when we found you, too. And the pup has not Sorry, made it I didn't back. Do it. <laughs> From what we know, is that the worm, the worm's minions, its shock troopers, the Fomor, the Fomari. Some of them have been taking werewolves. Pups, especially. That's what we have heard from some little birds. And from what we know, this certain pup has been brought to a warehouse. Your mission is to get him back. Plain and simple. Kill what you have to. Maim. Show your worth. If there is worm taint, take it out. And at that, he spits on the ground. But, if there is anything more, if there is something truly of other nature there, if you can find any information, anything of that sort, it will be very, very much appreciated and well looked upon in your favor. Jamal will tell you the details. We, we will be watching, pups. And he smiles with a... Creepy smile? Vicious intent. Yeah, I knew a creepy smile. <laughs> and he sits by the tree. 
and they all kind uh, of the rest. I guess we leave. I leave. And you guys. I start walking out. Walk away. You can feel their stare burning into your back. Jackson, um, what do you do? Jamal looks down at you and he starts to walk away, kind of just like, we should go. I'm going to nod my head in respect and then leave. Okay. Understood. Brownie points, guys. Brownie points matter. Jamal gives you the address. The address. And <clears throat> it's South LA. Um, okay, hold on. Let me pull up the map. I haven't memorized LA yet. Um, you guys are taking place in the Los Angeles National Forest, uh, northward. Um, near the San... Is that Gabriel or... Yeah, San Gabriel Mountains. While... From what they know, it's west. Um, near the Santa, Santa Monica Bay and San Pedro Channel. It's almost directly southward. Not going into the thick of the city, but towards the downtown area. It's off along the edge, more or less. You're given the address, and you may very well do what you like, but... Like somewhere near Las Tunas Beach? Um, Tunas? Look here. It's right next to uh, the bay. Very left side of the picture. No, 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 no. It's a lot more right. Um, near Long Beach or Huntington Beach. Probably a little bit oh, more okay. southward, though. So you guys have quite the trek ahead of you. Um, you guys are can be incredibly fast, but... Um, one of the litany rules is is do not lift the veil. If anybody starts seeing anything weird, um, there's a... Let's just say bad things can happen. Sometimes humans just know what werewolves are and they will do anything to hunt them down. They see them as a stain on the earth. But not everybody knows what werewolves are. Not everybody knows werewolves exist. So... Keeping hidden is best. Okie do. I guess we're off. Okay. And just so we can make this simpler, as I had promised everybody, every episode is going to be around 30 minutes long. So, we're essentially, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut it off here, and we're just going to resume. And I'm going to be posting two episodes a week, hopefully. <laughs> So, as they walk away from the elders, looking down on them, Jamal walks them out, gives them the address, and they start their trek. They stop at, how do I say it? It's an overlook. It's on a mountain, and, the, and a highway starts going into Los Angeles. And from this overlook, they can see the city lights. And is it a cliff edge or like? Yeah, it's like a cliff edge looking out onto Los Angeles from the mountains. And there, with the full moon overhead, is where we will end it today. So, I am Steve the Storyteller, and this has been episode one of Werewolf the Apocalypse, A Dark Moon Rising. Bye, everybody.
Bye, boys. <laughs>